Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we focus on mining insights and bullion sales. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Joining us for a conversation is Jake Bernstein, the founder of the Weekly Capital Markets Report and the Daily Sentiment Index. Mr. Bernstein, sir, welcome to the show. And thank you for having me, Mr. Jackson. Glad to have you on the program today. If you are an active participant in the natural resource space and you want to increase your probability of higher returns, today's interview will definitely pique your interest. Mr. Bernstein, before we get into today's discussion, please tell us more about the Weekly Capital Markets Report and the Daily Sentiment Index. The Weekly Capital Markets Report is a report I've been publishing since 1972, every week. We focus on opportunities and futures, including precious metals, shares. We talk about specific timing indicators, cycles, all of those good things that people need to know when they're trading and investing. The Daily Sentiment Index is a service that's published every day, wherein we assess the opinion of the small trader. The trader was most likely to be wrong at major turning points in the markets, a very valuable service that many hedge funds in the world use specifically for their decision-making process. Now, Mr. Bernstein, you have over 50 years' experience. Provide us with a little background on yourself and how you got started in the trading business. Very interesting story. I was a struggling student in college studying psychology. I knew nothing about the financial markets. I came from a very poor family. We lived in one room in someone else's house. And I read an ad in the Wall Street Journal for egg futures. I thought it sounded interesting. I called the broker. He sent me a report. Then he told me to send him $1,000. Well, in 1969, $1,000 was real money. You could buy a brand new Volkswagen for $1,600. So I didn't have the money. He said, no worries. Borrow it from other people and let me trade it for you. I said, how are you going to do it? He said, I'm going to trade eggs for you. Of course, I knew nothing, but he soon started trading eggs for me. Before he knew it, I'd made about $3,200 on my $1,500 investment, which sounded pretty good to me. He continued to trade, made a lot of money for me, at which point I said, now, how did you learn this? He said, self-taught. I said, you didn't go to school? He said, no. I said, did you go to high school? He said, no. I said, did you go to college? He said, no. I said, if he can do it, so can I. Went to the library, got a book on trading read everything I could, made a trade, lost all my money in three days. So that was my introduction <laughs> to trading. Now, would you consider yourself a fundamental or a technical trader? Purely technical, although fundamental does work into my, into my indicators. I'm purely technical. I look at chart patterns, highs and lows, trends, indicators, all of those good things that people like to hate. Sir, in your 52 years of experience, what would you say is the best lesson you've learned that would be uh, beneficial for our audience? Have a plan. That plan has to consist of four items. Set up, trigger, follow through, and risk management. A setup is a pattern. Every market has a pattern. The pattern in gold is very clear. It's a seasonal pattern and a cyclical pattern. Once you have a pattern, you need something to trigger the pattern that will occur this time. Once you've triggered a pattern and you're in a trade or an investment, you have to manage that trade in terms of risk of loss and profit maximization strategy. And last but not least, you have to find a way to get out of that trade so that you're making money. What would be your advice for a new trader or investor? 
besides what I've already talked about, which is have a plan, make sure you execute properly for the big term or the small term. In other words, almost every trader comes into the market these days wanting to be a short-term trader or a day trader. If you're a day trader, the tools you use will be different than the tools you use as an investor. If you're an investor, you're working off weekly charts using different indicators, and you're going for the big move, the move that will last six months, nine months, a year, two years, three years, or longer. So there's a big difference in terms of what you do. I would rather be an investor than a small, than a small, than a short-term trader. That's very important to me. I want the big move because the effort that you make in getting the big move is less than the effort you make in getting the small move. And this kind of segues into my next question. What is the most common mistake that you've seen traders make and how can they avoid it? Failing to admit when you're wrong. You have to admit that you're wrong before you take the trade. Once you've done that, it's easy after that. But traders don't want to admit to a loss. They're happy to take little profits, but they love to, as they say, they love to ride their losses till they grow hair on them. <laughs> you know, one of the challenges I have when I argue with my wife uh, is admitting a, a mistake. And I share with her, it takes a big man to admit when he's wrong. And then she's waiting. And I said, but I'm not a big man. And then I walk away. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, sir. Well, now that we have some background on you and your work, let's share how members of the audience can increase their probability of success with their natural resource portfolio. Mr. Bernstein, many of your clients are institutional traders. What do you have to say to someone that believes that the small investor can't stand a chance competing with the big money managers? Is that true? For most small investors, it is true because small investors use the wrong tools. If you use the right tools, you don't exceed your risk level, you're fine. But most people want to come in and they expect instant soup, immediate feedback, immediate results. It doesn't happen that way. If you can train yourself and say, this is going to take time, it's going to take effort, it's going to take time and money, that's the first and most important thing you can do. Second thing, get educated. Learn what's out there. Learn to differentiate between fact and fiction. You know, the thing that's so amazing is I give many talks for here in, in Silicon Valley where I live, and people come to the meetings, they're mostly engineers, and I say to them, look, you've got computers, you've got history, backtest the history, find out if your idea works, and they say, what a brilliant idea, we can use computers. So if you've got a computer, use it and see if what we're saying is true. Is there a real cycle in gold? Is there a cycle in platinum? How high has it been before? What do the chart patterns look like? Is there repetition? Those are all very important aspects of the research that you have to do before you get started. You know, you're one of the most respected names in the space, and, and one name in particular that has recognized you as well is Bob Moriarty, the founder of 321Gold and 321Energy.com. He noted in his newly published book entitled Basic Investing in Resource Stocks that your publication, The Daily Sentiment Indicator, as being a highly resourceful and successful uh, platform. Multi-layer questionnaire for you. What is the Daily Sentiment Indicator? How does it work? And more important, why does it work? Oh, loaded question. It's a survey that we do online every day. We ask the question in various ways. What's your opinion about the market? Are you bullish? Are you bearish? And invariably we find that most of the time the small traders are emotional. They make decisions based on emotion. They don't answer the question, what is the logical way to approach this? They get very scared, they get very happy, they panic to buy, they panic to sell. And you, in your business, I'm sure, 
I've seen many of these things happen. When a small trader gets too excited about a move and say, I must own gold. For the last two years, gold's been going up. Now they say, I need to own it right now. That's a red flag. And that's the way the index works. So we've taken emotion and we've translated it into a number. And by using that number in correlation with prices, that's where the big boys make their money by doing the opposite of what the small trader is doing. But not always. The small trader is not always wrong. They can be right for extended periods of time. It's just when they have an extreme opinion, that's when they're wrong. You know, I can attest to that as a representative of Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments. Uh, the number one selling metal for us right now is palladium. And I'm a strong yes. advocate of buying low and selling high. So two years ago, I was advocating the purchase of rhodium and platinum and silver. Recently, rhodium has peaked and we kind of sold our, our position in rhodium at uh, 3000 and now we're strong advocates, as we have been, for silver and platinum. But it's very true what you're saying there. It's people tend to follow the crowd, and it's part of that herd mentality. Even though they're contrarians, because it's it's a very small market, they like to follow that the higher the highest price, and sometimes they get trapped into that. So thank. Oh, you're absolutely right. And by the way, my opinion, independent of us having to talk, and in fact, this is the first time we've spoken. I totally agree with you regarding silver and gold. And platinum, in fact, because platinum is way underpriced relative to gold. Now, do you use certain indicators or tools in your work to assist you in the decision-making process? I use moving averages, not the traditional way. I use market sentiment, which is I use cycles, as you know, and I use divergence. In other words, when is the price moving up too fast or too slow on the downside? When that happens, we tend to get turns in the market. So. We've been bullish on palladium for about two years now, and just about six months ago we said it's time to start taking some money off the table. And uh, Mr. Bernstein, before we close, many members of our audience have a favorite precious metal, and you slightly discussed it here briefly. What is your long-term outlook for the metals markets? Very bullish, based on fundamentals, based on cycles. World economies everywhere have painted themselves into a corner. Interest rates are low, the cost of money is low, allowing huge expansion without the brakes being put on by central banks. So eventually, tangible assets are going to take the lead, and the most tangible of all tangible assets are the precious metals. So I've always been, for lack of a better term, a gold bug. I've always owned a little gold, I always owned a little silver, but lately, I own more silver and gold than ever before, and platinum especially, I think, has a very bright future. But you'd know more about that than me. <laughs> well, I agree with the sentiments again because I'm a, I've been advocating it for a number of years now with our subscribers is my position and advocation for owning physical silver, physical platinum, and it was rhodium about two, two years ago, a year and a half ago. But again, we're now more focused only on silver and platinum. Uh, question Can I ask for, you a question? Yes, sir. A, tell me about rhodium. Rhodium is a very small market, exceptionally small market, and it's a... It's used in primarily for industrial purposes, and uh, those industrial purposes tend to be for catalytic converters and for uh, jewelry. Where does most of it come from? Most of the rhodium really comes from, we have South Africa and Montana and Russia. Those are probably your three mm -hmm. highest locations. Can, can rhodium only be bought in what, ingots or bars or what? Uh, rhodium can be purchased in uh, ingots, yes, one ounce. And what is the price of rhodium lately? Rhodium right now is around 2700 2800 mm -hmm. 
move up and down with palladium, platinum, or gold, or silver? Uh, is it independent? I think it's independent, because it was 10,000 at one point in time. Uh, wow. When I say one point in time, we're referring to within the last, I think, 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was a strong advocate for owning rhodium, was because I knew it was at a 90%, 91% discount. Mm-hmm. When it was $850, so it was a no-brainer to purchase rhodium. So- Mr. Bernstein, what keeps you up at night that we don't know about? Cybersecurity. I believe that the internet and the availability of internet information on everyone has expanded way beyond what technology is intended to do, and certainly society can't keep up with it. So what keeps me up is the ability of anyone out there to find out anything about anyone, hack into their accounts, steal their money, and I think we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg in terms of security breaches, and that keeps me up at night. Last question, sir. What did I forget to ask? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't forget to ask anything. You've been a great interviewer. Um, I would say the one thing that I would like to say in addition to that is look at the ratio between platinum and gold. In other words, they've got a $400 discount to gold. So if you're looking for precious metals, in my opinion, of course, that have more bang for the buck, more potential to rise, I would much rather own platinum than gold. I don't want to be short gold against long platinum, but I do think platinum is a place that deserves my attention. Mr. Bernstein, for someone listening that wants to get more information about your work, please share the contact details. They can go to my website, www.trade-futures. That's trade-futures.com. You can see all about me, the good and the bad and the evil. And last but not least, Please visit provenandprobable.com where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales. You may reach us at contact at provenandprobable.com. Mr. Bernstein, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Mr. Jack. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor. 